this is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. I'm so excited for today's episode, guys. Not only is today the first episode of season two, but also I know many of you love Mouse Bakes a Cake, and today we are going to hear another story about Mouse. I'm joined today by my friend Mimi the Mouse. Remember Mateo the Mouse? Well, Mimi is Mateo's sister, and since Mateo is on sabbatical from his teaching position, you did know he's a professor of mouse history, didn't you? Anyway, he's out of the country, so I asked Mimi to take his place. Mimi, thank you for sitting in for our story today. Okay, I know, I know, my guests never seem to talk. Look, tiny people, unlike the mouse in our story, Mice are typically quiet creatures. Mimi is a typical mouse. But I did ask her to draw me some pictures of her guesses as to what mouse will do in our story today. Mimi, let's see the first drawing. Okay. It appears Mimi has drawn our friend Mouse baking cookies. No, Mouse isn't baking cookies today, Mimi. Let's see the next one. Lovely colors. I adore these purples and oranges over here. It looks like it looks like it depicts mouse making a salad. That's a nice and healthy thought, Mimi. But mouse is not going to make a salad in our story. Let's take a look at your last guess. Okay, this one, again, beautifully rendered, shows mouse making pasta. So close, Mimi. But Mouse is not making pasta. Mouse is making pizza. Mimi's happy. Looks like she likes pizza. All right, let's listen to our story. Mouse makes a pizza. Remember, there are no pictures. You'll have to imagine the pictures in your mind. Okay? Here we go. It was the middle of the night. The perfect time for Mouse and Grandma to scamper into the kitchen to bake a cake together. Grandma knew the kitchen like the back of her paw, so she swiftly went to work pulling out all the ingredients they'd need to make a delicious cake. Mouse was helping her, but he was strangely quiet. Just as Grandma dragged out a metal mixing bowl, Mouse gathered the courage to speak his mind. Grandma, I know we're planning to bake a cake. Grandma narrowed her eyes. Mouse, my dear, did you not see me just get out all of these ingredients? Cake ingredients? I did see you do that, and you did it with such panache, Grandma. But I'd really like to make a pizza instead. Grandma wiggled her nose. Mouse continued, You see, Larry did me a huge favor the other day, and I'd love to thank him with a pizza. Pizza is his favorite. Behind vegetable soup, of course. Please? What kind of favor did he do for you? Grandma asked, leaning against a measuring cup. 
Well, I went to visit Arnold. You know, the hamster next door. I just wanted to check in on him. He gets so lonely in that cage. And that wheel? That wheel gives me shivers. Grandma looked annoyed. Mouse knew she thought visiting Arnold was a dangerous thing to do. What happened, Mouse? Well, I was hanging out with Arnold, telling him some stories, like how Uncle Horatio lost five whiskers trying to use his brand new whisker trimmer he got in the Mouse Shopping Network. Grandma tried to hide it, but Mouse could see her laughing behind her paw. Anyway, Mouse went on, we both cracked up laughing, I guess a bit too loudly. Because don't you know, right around the corner comes Eddie the orange tabby cat. Usually you can hear him coming because he has a little bell on his collar. But he didn't have his collar on for some reason, Grandma, so I didn't have much time. By now, Grandma's eyes were wide and her ears were wiggling like they do when she's upset. Mouse took a step backward, paws up, in surrender. I know, Grandma, I know. It doesn't sound good. I shouldn't have been there at all. But look, I'm here now, so it ended well. Grandma relaxed, ever so slightly. So anyway, where was I? Oh yes, Eddie came round the corner and I was scared. But you know Larry, he's always there when you need him. He just so happened to come visit Arnold at that very moment. I could practically hear a mouse choir squeaking as I saw him appear. He sized up the situation pretty quick. He grabbed a laser pointer someone had left out on the bookshelf and started flashing it all over the wall. Eddie goes nuts for that laser pointer. It was pretty amusing. Get it? Get it, Grandma? Amusing? I get it, Mouse. Anywho, I hightailed it out of there and Larry followed right behind. So... Like I said, he did me a huge favor. That deserves a pizza, right? Grandma looked around at the cake ingredients she'd carefully laid out on the counter. She frowned a little. But then she looked at Mouse and saw his whiskers twitching with excitement at the thought of making a pizza for his best friend. Oh, all right, Grandma said, and Mouse jumped with joy. Yes! Mouse started dancing around and his tail nearly knocked the bottle of vanilla extract off the counter. Okay, Mouse, let's maybe plan to dance after we make the pizza, okay? Sure thing, Grandma. Mouse helped Grandma put away most of the cake ingredients, but kept out the flour, salt, and a few other things. Grandma preheated the oven to 425. Just then... Auntie Lemon appeared in the fourth hole in the wall. Oh, I'd better go talk to Auntie Lemon, Grandma said. Mouse, uh, you can start getting things ready. I'll be just a moment. Grandma and Auntie Lemon disappeared into the hole. Now, Auntie Lemon likes to talk. A lot. Auntie Lemon's stories are about as long as they are winding, and they always include lots of details that are nearly impossible to keep track of. Mouse knew Grandma might be stuck talking to her for a while. Since Mouse baked such a good cake for Grandma's birthday, he'd grown rather confident in the kitchen. I'll 
I'll just go ahead on my own, he thought to himself. Mouse found a big bowl in the cabinet and pulled it out onto the counter. He dragged the bag of flour over to the bowl and poured out a heaping mountain of it. He filled a cup with some water and added it to the bowl. Then he sprinkled some salt on top. Mouse fetched a wooden spoon and stirred the mixture until it started to look like dough. Mouse slid down the side of the bowl and worked that dough into a ball. Then he tossed it high in the air and began twirling it on the end of his paw. Woohoo! Mouse exclaimed as the ball of dough expanded until it was flat and round. When it looked thin enough, Mouse carefully lowered the dough onto the counter. This totally looks like a pizza crust, Mouse said proudly, wiping his brow. Mouse sure loved to eat pizza. Mm-mm, yes he did. But he'd never made one before. He stopped to think about what went on top of pizza dough. Hmm, cheese. Mouse knew there was cheese in pizza. But there was also red stuff. He was sure there was red stuff under the cheese on the pizza. Okay, red stuff. Red stuff. What could it be? Apples? Apples are red. No. No, that doesn't sound right. Mouse went to the refrigerator and put all his strength into opening the huge door. Mm, mm, mm. The fridge swung open and knocked Mouse flat in his back. Ow! Ow! He squeaked. He shook his head and got up to see what was inside. Hmm, something red. <gasps> jam! Raspberry jam! That must be it. Mm-mm, Mouse loved jam. Mouse hoisted the jar of jam over his head and carefully lowered it out of the fridge. He twisted off the lid and poured out all the jam onto his beautiful pizza crust. Then he grabbed a big spoon and used it to spread the jam all over the dough. Perfect! Just then, Grandma returned from her rendezvous with Auntie Lemon. Mouse? My, you're much further along in this than I anticipated, Grandma said, eyeing the pizza with trepidation. Figured I'd get a head start, Grandma. What a go-getter you are, Mouse. Always have been. I remember when you were just a baby mouse. You set up a cheese shop in the third hole in the basement wall. Everyone thought it was adorable, but you actually made a bit of profit from it. Anyway, Mouse, I haven't actually made pizza before, but I have to say this sauce is looking quite odd to me. Oh, Grandma, it's jam! It's going to be delicious. Don't you worry. Jam, Grandma said, pulling a face. Yes, Grandma, jam. Mouse, my ears are working perfectly. It just surprised me. You know that pizza does not have... Grandma stopped herself. She looked at Mouse, who was beaming with pride at his attempt to make a thank you gift for his best friend. Pizza does not have what, Grandma? Pizza does not have to be round, Mouse. Did you know that? It can be square. Some very good pizzas are square. True, Grandma, but I felt like going the traditional route. I'd like to be as authentic as possible. Right. Good choice, 
Grandma said. What's next, then? Cheese! Grandma laughed. She and Mouse found some cheese in the fridge and took turns hurling big looping curls of mozzarella onto the pizza. When it was covered in cheese, Grandma and Mouse heaved the pizza into the oven. As soon as they managed to push the oven door closed, Mouse and Grandma heard paw steps approaching. Larry appeared in the kitchen doorway. Mouse? Grandma? What are you guys doing in here? Larry sniffed the air. <sniffs> What's that smell? It smells really good. Hey, is the oven on? It's rather toasty in here. Uh, Larry, well, you know, sometimes it just smells really good and feels really warm in the kitchen. It's a kitchen thing, Mouse said. You know kitchens, always smelling good and feeling toasty. Mouse, are you all right? asked Larry. Did you drink cough syrup again? Not a good call, Mouse. Actually, Larry, Grandma interrupted. Mouse and I are cooking something special for... Grandma, Mouse whispered. It's supposed to be a surprise. Oh, Mouse, the jig is up. Larry, we're making you a pizza. Larry's whiskers twitched and his eyes lit up. A pizza? For me? Pizza's my favorite. Besides vegetable soup, of course. But I love pizza. Larry started doing something that looked somewhat like dancing. Larry had many talents. Dancing wasn't really one of them. Wait a second. Larry stopped dancing. Mouse, you made this pizza? Larry thought back to when Mouse baked a cake for Grandma. While a loving gesture, it wasn't necessarily a delicious one. Larry carefully lowered his expectations. Uh, a pizza. Great, I'm looking forward to it, Larry said. Well, Grandma helped me a little bit. And you have to admit, it looks great, doesn't it? Mouse climbed up to the oven's control panel and pressed a button. A light bulb flicked on behind the pizza, and the three mice gazed inside at the large, delicious-looking pie. The cheese was beginning to bubble and crisp. That does look good, Larry noted with surprise. It looks good, and it looks done, Mouse said proudly. Together, the three of them heaved open the oven door. A gust of hot air wafted out at them, and they rushed to shield their eyes. Mouse and Larry fetched some potholders and dragged them over the oven, then used them to cover their paws as they slowly pulled out the tray. The pizza took a while to cool off. As they waited, Larry told Grandma and Mouse all about the wild adventure he had earlier that day. And then, just when that skunk looked ready to spray me, I looked him straight in the eye and I said, Stort? I get that you want to spray me right now, but I sense that none of this is actually about me. You need to go home and express your feelings to your brother. I think you'll both feel a lot better. And don't forget to give him a hug, too. And you know what? Stort put down his tail, turned around, and had a good cry. Then he thanked me, told me I should become a life coach, and left to go make up with his brother Stanley. Grandma looked at Larry with admiration. Larry, you are like an onion. So many layers.
I think it's ready, guys. Let's dig in. Mouse wielded a pizza cutter and carved out eight big slices. They each grabbed the end of one and began to nibble. Grandma, knowing the pizza was slathered in jam, tried to look excited as she bit in. Huh, Larry murmured. Um, Mouse, I'm sure I'm wrong about this, but is there strawberry jam on this pizza? You are wrong, Larry. It is raspberry jam. Larry looked perplexed, then started laughing and put his paw to his forehead. Oh, Mouse, I cannot believe I'm saying this, but this is really good. Of course it is, Mouse exclaimed. No, but it's really delicious. A pizza with jam on it. Only you, Mouse. Now Grandma was laughing too. It really is good. When I saw that he used jam, I just... Now Larry and Grandma were both doubled over with laughter. Mouse just grinned. You guys, I'm thinking about becoming a chef. They both kept on laughing. Surprisingly, Larry said, I think you would make a great chef, Mouse. And thank you for my pizza. It's my new favorite. Besides vegetable soup, of course. Larry, Mouse, and Grandma were soon joined by Auntie Lemon, Uncle Horatio, and a dozen others who all raved about Mouse's raspberry jam pizza. Mimi just handed me a new drawing. Oh, I love it. It's a drawing of Mouse, Larry, and Grandma all laughing together as they eat jam pizza. Very cute, Mimi. I'm so glad you could join me today. Very special thanks today go out to two clever brothers named Vikram and Nikhil who came up with the idea for this story. Special thanks also goes to Brambleton the Beetle who crawled around keeping my cat busy while I was recording this story. Thanks, Brambleton, and I'm glad you escaped to safety afterwards, too. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. You can visit the website at littlestoriestinypeople.com for more information about the show. Please take a minute to share this episode with a friend and to leave a review on iTunes in order to help other parents find the show for their tiny people. I'll be back in two weeks with a new story to share. 